When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Red Sox Precap Podcast, uh, basically where we, you know, review uh, the last series and, uh, you know, just preview the upcoming series. Um, yeah, so my name is Shelly Verstreet. Uh, as you know that I, I, I usually appear on this podcast, but yeah, I'm going solo this week. Keaton is off on a nice vacay, a well-deserved vacation. So bravo, Keaton. Um, and honestly, I'm really glad that he uh, took this weekend off because this made this podcast so much easier for me because, uh, yeah, I have to, like, you know, review this Oriole series. And, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a nice sweep for us. A uh, little... Uh, yeah, it was, it was just really great. Um, you know, Chris Sale returns. You know, we, we swept the, the Orioles. We've The offense is, like, really kicking. The the starting pitching is just, like, really looking good. So I'm glad that Keaton decided to take uh, this week off over, um, I think, uh, our good friend uh, Jake Devereaux. He had to, like review like when we got swept by the race so i i feel totally blessed to have to do this podcast on the weekend uh but yeah so we're going to re uh you know review the the last three games um against the baltimore orioles and then you know kind of get you uh revved up and started for this this yankee series at uh, at yankee stadium um all right uh, so in the first game, we had we had Nick Pavetta going against uh, Spencer Watkins. Um, Pavetta, I mean, he he really had himself a really good, a great start, honestly. Um, and I mean, this is kind of what you expect when you face an offense like Baltimore, but it was still really, really good to see, especially with how the just honestly all of the starters um, have just really struggled. Um, Pavetta went uh, about six innings, had eight punch outs, two walks, three hits, only one earned run. I mean, that's that's not bad. I mean, that's that's what you expect and want to see um, when you're facing, sadly, someone uh, at the at the bottom of the ALEs in Baltimore. Um, and as usual, I mean, when Nick Pavetta has it going on. It's it's really on the back of his knuckle curve, and he really really u- utilized that in this start. Um, he threw 30, 30 knuckle curves, and he had a forty three CSW percentage. And uh, CSW is called strikes plus whiffs, and he had a forty three percent, like just an average, like an 
average pitch, like you really just want to see something above 30. So knowing that he got like a 43, he had seven of his whiffs came off that looper. Like that is what you want to see. Like when Nick Pavetta, like I said, when Nick Pavetta has it going on, it's on, it's, it's because of that curve. And he had that thing going and he just, he just really looked great. I think, yeah. Do I want to see him go a little bit further along in the game than six innings? Yeah, sure. But again, this is Nick Pavetta. I mean, we're not expecting seven, eight innings of elite stuff from this guy. So if you get six innings, just, oh, it was great. It was a great, great start. Like, I I, I really am trying not to find any type of fault in this start. He looked extremely great. Um, And then Garrett Richards. Garrett Richards followed him. Um, He... This this was like the first game that he came out of the pen. Like he was, you know, he's been demoted, <laughs> demoted to the pen. Um, but he went three innings in this one. Um, I'm kind of interested to see how the Red Sox use him like going forward. Are they expecting him to like piggyback guys uh, like Pavetta and Hauk? Who knows? Um, but... It was still it was still a, a really good three innings from Richards. Um, he picked up four Ks, um, four hits, no walks, no earned runs. Picked up his, you know a, a save. Um, yeah, so he 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 looked okay. He looked okay. Like as you might know, that I'm not the I not the biggest Garrett Richards fan. I haven't been even at the signing. Sorry, Keaton. Um, but yeah, it just it was just. It was really good to see him, you know, just get some run, just get a, maybe a little bit of confidence. Um, and maybe he can, you know, be effective facing tougher lineups um, than Baltimore. So, you know, here's hoping, here's hoping that uh, Garrett Richards turns into a good, good reliever for us. Um, and then just taking a look at the offense in this first game. Uh, in a strange turn of events, the bottom of the lineup stole the show. Like, this is, like, really weird because, like, most of the season, the bottom of the lineup has just been just, like, a black hole. But not in this game. Winfro, Ploiecki, Duran all had two hits. Dahlbeck had three hits. And all four of those hitters accounted for six of the eight RBIs on the night. Uh, this is just great to see. Again, I, I'm, I, I should probably caveat just, like, everything that I'm saying is, yeah, it's against Baltimore, whatever. But still, like, the bottom of the lineup that has, like I said, has been, an, has been a black hole. Totally just went gangbusters in this game. And the top of the lineup struggled. Like, this is, like, really great to see. Like, I, I just loved it. Um... Just seeing how, especially like guys like uh, Duran and Dahlbeck, uh, just like really get it going. It it, oh, it just really makes me happy. And honestly, I really want to see Plawecki a little bit more. Um, I know that he's not as good uh, defensively as Vasquez, um, but oh, whenever Plawecki is in, like it just seems like he does things. I really hope that we see him more. Um, but yeah, he had a good game. And uh, Kosh Warber made his uh, Red Sox debut in this first game. 
Um, he went 0 for 2, um, but he did walk twice. Um, so that was cool. It was really cool to, you know, finally see him in a, in a Red Sox uniform because, you know, we, we traded for him at the trading deadline and he was still injured. So it was like really, really good to see him. Um, but uh, the Red Sox uh, won this. In the second game, Chris Sale returned. Exactly. Chris Sale returned. He made his first start since, what, August of 2019. Oh, I was just so excited. So excited for this start. Um, and he totally, he, oh, jeez, man, oh, man. He, he looks so good. Again, he only went five innings. Again, I don't care that he went five innings. Just seeing him on the mound just made me so freaking excited. I just, yes, let's go. We're going to take the ALEs. Come on, let's go. So he went five innings, got eight strikeouts, no walks, six hits, two earned runs. Uh, I'm totally fine with that. Like, he, he looked like the vintage, like, like Chris Sale. Like, he just, on the mound, you know, he had the, the fastball going. He had the slider, just, just that slider just to get, like, just get a nice little strike out there. Loved it. Um, those two earned runs, um, they were back-to-back home runs, um, from Austin Hayes and Trey Mancini in the third inning. Um, at, at that point, I was starting to be like, uh-oh, uh-oh, what's going on? What's going on? But he, he, you know, Chris Sale, knowing the king that he is, you know, he calmed back down and went on two more innings and totally got out of it. Um, and it was just two home runs. It was it was really just like a really poorly placed uh, change up to Hayes and a really just bad fastball to Mancini. It was just, a, they were two, two mistake pitches that got just, you know, yanked out the park. I, I'm okay with that. Um, just seeing how well he's done in the minor leagues and just seeing the start. I Chris Sale is back, you guys. Let's go. Come on. This is this is awesome. Um, and it was kind of interesting that um, he used his four seam uh, most of the time, which is kind of like a little a little different. Um, than what he was doing uh, prior to his Tommy John. Um, he got 10 um, of his 16 uh, whiffs um, off that four seam. And Alex Spear of the Boston Globe, um, he kind of reported uh, Sunday about it. Um, you know, because he, he was asking about it because, uh, you know, Baseball Savant had it as a two seam, but then changed it to a four seam. So he was asking about it because he is an amazing reporter and you should follow him. For sure, I'm pretty sure that you already do on Twitter. Um, but he he reported that Chris Sale started using his forcing more because during his rehab, he felt that he had better command of the forcing down in this just just better command of that pitch than his than his sinker. Um, so that's the. Oh, that's just like so. It makes me it makes me really happy to hear and see that Chris Sale is like, oh, this. Even though I have, I don't really use this pitch too often. Uh, maybe I should because I feel I have a better grip. I have a better feel for this pitch. So oh, 
I am so glad, <laughs> as you probably can hear, I am so glad that Chris Sale is back. Oh gosh, it's been so long. Um, but after Sale left, we had Sora Mora, uh, Hansel Robles, Austin Davis, and then Martin Perez uh, kind of followed with those. Uh, they each had an inning. Um, they only gave up two hits, um, which is pretty good. So bravo. Bravo, you guys. Um, that was really good to see. Um, and the uh, <laughs> the lineup, um, they really had a field day at the expense of Baltimore's pitchers. And I am so sorry for any Baltimore's fans out there. Oh, this game honestly was not fun to watch. Um, every starter in the lineup had at least one hit. And uh, new papa... Alex Verdugo went four for five. Uh, uh, Devers racked up four ribeyes. And then, you know, Bobby Dahlbeck had a massive 445-foot bomb with an exit velocity of 109 uh, miles per hour. Um, There's really not much to say about the offense because they just did what they should do, which is hit. Um... so yeah, I mean, we we took the second game um, um, on Saturday, sixteen to two, and then we go into Sunday where we have um, Eduardo Rodriguez uh, versus um, Keegan Aiken uh, for the Orioles, and uh, this game escalated uh, pretty quickly um, as uh, our lineup put up three runs in the first inning. Um, you know, there was a single from from Bogey. Um, Devers walked. And then there was a 107 mile per hour blast from J.D. Martinez, which is really great to see because, uh, yeah, he's J.D. hasn't really looked like J.D. recently. So just seeing this just like this massive home run um, from J.D. in this, this first inning was just, it was so great. Um, Kyle Schwerber. Um, he missed Saturday's game because they were kind of like easing him back in because, you know, he didn't get a lot of rehab games in the minor leagues. So this was his second game uh, for the Red Sox, and he got his first hit in in the sixth inning. Um, it was a double in the sixth, and then he followed it up with another double in the seventh. Um, if we could get, like, honestly, if we could get, like, more clinkers off the green monster you know, from Schwarber, oh, it's just going to, like, lengthen this lineup even more. And it's, that is what we need. I mean, obviously, at the trading deadline, I wanted pitching, but apparently we go for hitting, whatever. But if we could just get even more insurance, especially from a guy like Schwarber, who was, like, going gangbusters um, for the Nationals before he got hurt, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. It was just, it was really great to see um to see him get two doubles however he has only been DHing, uh which is interesting because uh where does JD Martinez play you know because you don't really want in my opinion you don't really want JD really you know playing the outfield too much and then also on Sunday Travis Shaw Mayor Ding Dong City you know He's coming back to Boston. He's coming back to Boston. You know, they picked him up off waivers um, from the Milwaukee Brewers. But where does Travis Shaw play? Where does Schwarber play? 
where does JD Martinez play? Like, there's gotta, I, I don't, I, I'm really interested to see about how this is, this jigsaw puzzle is gonna come together because I really, I, I, I really, honestly, I don't know. But seeing Schwarber hit, you know, get a couple, couple hits there, I'm so glad, uh, so excited to see it. Um, and Erod, Erod started the game, and he looked pretty good. Um, it wasn't like a super dominant start that we had seen, like this, his, you know, his last couple of starts where he just really wasn't walking anybody and limiting hits and getting a lot of strikeouts. Um, he went six innings, uh, picked up six punchouts, uh, three walks, three hits, uh, no earnings, so it was okay. Um, but after that sixth inning, uh, he was in the dugout, and, you know, Alex Cora came up to him and said, yeah, you know, we're taking you out, and he was, like, visibly upset, and I get it. I really get it. I, I, I love to see any time a, a starter who is having a pretty good game get taken out, just like, just like, ah, no, I really want to stay in there. So I, I, I get it from Erod's standpoint, but then I also, um, from Cora's standpoint, um, I, I understand it as well. Because in that sixth inning, you know, he gave up a couple walks. He didn't look like super crisp. And knowing that you're up about two to, th- I, I think it was two runs, two or three runs, against Baltimore, take, take him out before he has, like, a blow-up um, outing that could just, like, really hurt his confidence. So I get it from Cora's standpoint, but I love to see that passion, um, you know, from from Rodriguez. He's like, I just want to stay in. Um, but, yeah, he, he looked okay. Um, and then Adam Ottavino came in, and uh, this is the first time that he has pitched in about a week and man oh man he did not look good oh my goodness um i i don't know why he's been out for a week um but i can kind of understand why like just watching the game today like he was yanking like so many of his four seamers like they were i mean i really feel bad for vasquez who was who was catching him because he all he had to just do so many just Oh, it was, he was just, it was like, he did not look good whatsoever. And, um, right before he came out, he gave up like this extremely long foul ball. I mean, it was visibly foul. It was initially called a home run, but after the, the umpires kind of came together, they realized, oh yeah, it was actually a foul ball. It was, it was unbelievable. I can't even believe that that was actually called a home run. Like it was just um, it was obviously a foul. Anyway, gave a long foul ball, and then hit. Uh, he hung a, a four seamer. He was trying to go high up with that, but like really hit Severino, and it was just it just kind of went downhill from there. Um, he walked uh, Miguel Franco, um, and then oh my goodness, I I he got hit by a hundred and five mile per hour batted ball off his um off his left shoulder from Jorge Morteo like it just like immediately came back and just like smashed his well excuse me his left shoulder um and then that ball like went all the way into the in, into right field 
Like, I... I, I I don't know how he didn't cuss, how he didn't cry, how he didn't grimace, nothing. Um, but obviously he came out of the game um, at that point, and it was reported after the game that he only had a shoulder contusion, um, which is good. Like, I was afraid that it might have hit, like, his collarbone, and it might have, like, you know, uh, fractured his collarbone, because, oh, uh, because that's where it looked like it hit, but... Only, it's only a shoulder bruise, but oh, I do not want to be him in the morning. It's going to be sore as hell. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's going to be a while probably before we see him because, man, ouch. Um, but after Adovino left, Garrett Whitlock uh, came in and uh, got the Red Sox out of the jam because... Adovino, honestly, it was like, it was bases loaded at that point. He just, he did not have it even before getting hit by the pitch. So Garrett Whitlock comes in, bases loaded, one out. And of course, because Garrett Whitlock is Garrett Whitlock, he gets out of the jam. Um, And then he, you know, he had also had a clean eighth inning. He struck out three batters, gave up no hits. Garrett Whitlock for AL, rookie of the year. I'm telling you, this guy is money. And it was reported this weekend that Cora is willing to go to Whitlock in back-to-back games. Let's go. I'm so excited. Garrett Whitlock, AL, Rookie of the Year. I'm starting the hashtag now. <laughs> I am just, oh man, this guy has been money. Um, and then Matt Barnes uh, came in in the ninth. Um, he gave up two hits. But he picked up the safe, which is good. Uh, this was a really good outing for Barnes. Um, as we all know, he's just really been on the struggle bus. He has said that he has basically just been awful. And he took a couple days to just kind of get himself right. So he gave up two hits, picked up the save. Maybe this will bring up the confidence in him. And we can get back to the Matt Barnes that we saw earlier um, in the season. So we're going to, my MVP of the series, I'm sorry, <laughs> it's going to be Garrett Ridlock. Uh, there wasn't really a lot of like MP, MP, MVP candidates uh, for this series because a lot of the games were blowout. But how Garrett Whitlock just like stepped up in this game where it kind of could have gone haywire. But no, Garrett Whitlock's like, yeah, no, Baltimore, you're not going to score any runs here. You're not going to do it. So Garrett Whitlock, uh, the MVP um, of the series. Uh, and with that, the Red Sox uh, sweep Baltimore, which is uh, sweep Baltimore and Fenway. I mean, it's, it's really great to just get those brooms out and just kind of dust off some things. Um, but after this commercial break, we are going to uh, preview the upcoming series against the New York Yankees. And we're back. Um, so just taking a look at the series, just just on face. Uh, the Sox um, have won 69 games. Nice. And I've uh, lost 51. And the Yankees are 64 and 52 as I'm recording right now. Um, this is going to be a really interesting series because the Yankees are starting to get some of their players back. Um, 
uh, some of their pitchers who had sadly had tested positive for COVID. But we are not going to see Garrett Cole, which is pretty good. Um, And also the Red Sox are also kind of like maybe riding some momentum from this Baltimore series. So this is going to be a really interesting matchup at, at Yankee Stadium. Um, and, and the, the first matchup we have Eovaldi, it's going to be a double hitter for this first game. It's going to, so I think it's going to be Eovaldi versus Jordan Montgomery, who will be making his first start after coming off the COVID IL. Um, and then we got Tanner Houck. Yes, he's in the rotation. Uh, so we got Tanner Houck versus Luis Heal. Um, a, 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 another so we got kind of like a prospect, prospect, kind of young guy, young guy thing in this second game, hopefully, uh, which should be pretty interesting. Um, and then in the final game, we got Nick Pavetta versus Andrew Heaney. You know what, guys? I, I, feel, I feel really, really great about this, this, this upcoming series. And I don't know. I need to go, just, I need to go knock on wood right now. But Iovaldi has just been like lethal against the Yankees this year. And just knowing this is a double hitter, I can see it like a complete game from Nathan Eovaldi. Um I I just yeah, just just pencil it in. Eovaldi's just gonna go gangbusters here. And then Tanner Halk versus versus Luis Hill. That like I said, that's gonna be extremely fun. I I'm hoping that Hal can keep it together um, for you know maybe four or five innings and then just like get it to the bullpen and we'll be okay. But he always is is pretty interesting too. So I think our I think our offense um, has a little bit to do in this second game. So hopefully we can uh, hopefully we can take two. But if we we split that double hitter, I'm I'm totally cool with that. Um, and then the final game, we got Nick Pavetta uh, just off a really, really great outing against uh, against Baltimore, going up against Andrew Haney, who oh has not looked good uh, for the Yankees after being traded at the at the deadline um, from the Angels. Like he just gives up so many home runs, and. Um, yeah, I'm kind of thinking that that's probably going to stick around for this game, especially with how well our offense has looked and how, sadly, how bad Andrew Haney has looked. So, uh, just, take a, just take a look at all three games. I think we take two out of three, because taking a double hitter is, is kind of hard to do. Um, so, yeah, I think we take two out of three. Um, and my MVP of the series is going to be Kyle Schwarber. Um, Kyle Schwarber with that sweet short short porch in Yankee Stadium. He already got two doubles in this first game here. I mean, in this uh, last game um, against Baltimore. So yeah, I think Kyle Schwarber is just going to have is going to have fun um, in Yankee Stadium. So uh, I just want to you know thanks for listening. Um, we have some other great pods on the Over the Monster Network. Um, Matt and Brian are, um, they record during the middle of the week. They have, they, uh, they come at you with the Over the Monster pod. Jake and Keaton, when he's not on vacay, 
Um, I think Bob is filling in uh, for me tomorrow, uh, for Keaton tomorrow um, on the writ. They have a writ seat, you know, safe for you there. And the, uh, you know, like I said, the amazing Bob Osgood um, and uh, me uh, talk about uh, all Red Sox uh, prospects, minor leagues, all these other kind of things um, on the Red Sox on deck pod, which, you know, comes at you later in the week. Um, so if you could rate and review us, um, that'd be great. Um, but if you want to get at me to, you know, on Twitter to talk anything Red Sox, you can find me at ShellyV underscore 643. And uh, let's go beat some Yankees. Come on. Let's go. Chris Sale is back. Let's go.